The following message is being transmitted at the request of the Boundless Pod Trap Movie Review and the guys of the BPT. What you are about to hear contains spoilers to movies. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, please disengage your listening device at this time. If you can't handle those with a possible differing view on a movie, you may also want to disengage your listening device at this time. Stay tuned for a movie review that only the guys at the Boundless Pod Trap can give you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Oh, hey, I know you guys. How are you guys doing today? Not too bad. Hey, yeah, you know. Can't complain. Welcome to the bo- yeah. Boundless Pod Traps the uh, movie review. Yeah. You say the bombless? You the bottomless. Say, you the, can't say bomb on a we're, we're podcast. Not, we're, we're not wearing pants. The blondless podcast. Blonde. This is also true. The four non blondes. I'm blonde. I say, yeah, yeah. Prove it. Show us your yeah, pubic yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, look at that. Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. 10 seconds in, Jeremy's already talking about genitals. What That's what I do better. Dicks or fart, poop, whatever. Okay, don't, don't even talk to me about farts. What There's somebody <laughs> else here that's gained the... Why does my microphone, microphone smell weird? Because it's going to give you pink eye. That's all you, man. That's true. I already have pink eye from them. I think all four of us had pink eye from you last week. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks a lot. Anyway, how you guys been? A pretty, uh, pretty. I've been pretty. Have you guys seen any movies lately? I did. Nope. Besides the one we're going to review? Just this, just this one. I really? I spent four days in the cinema last week. Or I, I saw three days. I saw four movies. Did you, did your mom not come pick you up? No, my mom. Actually, I took my mom to one of them. Oh, uh, it wasn't her birthday? Uh, her birthday's tomorrow. My uh, mom's birthday's tomorrow. Or my mom's birthday's today. Oh, well, happy, happy birthday, birthday to happy mommy. Birthday. Everybody's mom. Happy birthday, My brother's mom's birthday's sl- next week. Happy Father's Day. We're recording this a few days before Father's Day. Justin, happy Father's Day. Lonnie, Thank you. happy Father's Day. Thank you. Jeremy. Mazda. I have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did something with your... You bought we the fiddle. <laughs> when we we're going off a of fart there. So this is what oh. I oh got boy. you. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the perfect fart. I know. I can't be. I don't think. Anybody... And it was real. Like people are like, "Was that seriously real?" And yes. <laughs> was, as Justin, Justin looked right into my sphincter as it was happening. <laughs> let me let me try this one again. No no talking. Don't laugh. Uh, I'll be right back after I take a dump. This ass is clean. <laughs> His pants are definitely clear. <laughs> oh my! Oh, those are my two favorite actor and actress combos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anyway, <laughs> so well, nobody saw anything. Uh, I finally saw the <clears throat> the Predator, the one that I've kind of have not like seen. the 2015 oh, the one, one with Adrian. Brody I thought it was all right. One. That's Predators, but yeah, yeah. Oh, with like the Super Predator. Yes. Okay. The Super Yaucha. It was all right. It was, all right. it was better than Prey. It's not. It was better than Prey. No, it was better than Prey. <laughs> I, I watched, uh, I like to put movies on when I'm at my place working on stuff, and I put Misery on. That's a good one. It's better a better book. It, yeah, 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 great book. Movie, I, okay. Great book, though. That's my favorite though, book of all time. With the, that the, the sledgehammer and stuff, that still in the, gets in the, me. In the book, it's an axe. Yeah. 
So she chops off his. Yeah. Wow. She also uses his thumb as a, or his, is his toe or his thumb as a birthday candle. Thumbs. Yeah. See, that's a little too far. I'm glad they didn't put that in the movie because I think that would oh, yeah, lose all credibility. That right. That and The Outsiders are my two favorite books. Dude, Here, the book is so good. Yeah. I watched the Fangoria Awards. I didn't The Fangoria Bloody Disgusting Awards. When was that? It, it, was, <laughs> um, it was a month ago, but they just oh they they had them online. Uh, Terrifier and Damien won a couple of awards. The third one is supposed to go even further. Yeah, it's getting a wide a all, wide release too. All I can say about Terrifier Two is it was way too fucking long. That ending it took forever. It was just too much back and forth between him and the girl. And I, I think was, that makes it also. I haven't seen it, but it, for me, I think it makes it. It's like, well, this is a twist that you think you've already seen many times, but it's what, what? Yeah, it was just wild card. It wild was just, card. Yeah, it was just too many times of like, oh, he's dead. Nope, he's not. No, she's dead. Nope, she's not. Spoiler. It's just like, well, that's what this podcast is. I mean, well, it was still, it was fair, still a good I movie. I mean, <laughs> I don't, can we just talk it. about Terrifier two tonight? Yes. <laughs> Screw. The I saw movie. a fucking terrible horror movie this week, and it was The Boogeyman. It is fucking awful. I've heard real bad things about the boogeyman. The only good thing was the little girl, and she's the little girl from the Obi Wan series. She oh, plays Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah. She's really good in it. I also saw the Little Mermaid, Spider Man, and Transformers this week. Little and I'm seeing the Flash tomorrow. Flash. Are, you, are you like on Batman vacation? across the uh, phone? No, <laughs> I've been working six to three. So oh, I, I don't know. I just don't have. Plus, the time I get three movies anything. a week. I gotta use them. We can save a lot of that for the next. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get let's into do this. One. One. Sorry. Let's focus this one. Hyper focus. Magnified. Anyway, we are reviewing today 2014's. This is where I leave you. So this was a movie that I've had in the holster for a while, but because it wasn't really streaming anywhere, and I didn't want you guys to pay four dollars to watch a movie like I did last time, even though it was on Hulu. Apparently, <laughs> apologies. Yeah, whatever. It's finally streaming. It's on Netflix right now. So I said now's as good a time as any to uh, start this off. The synopsis real quick, and this is an IMDb one. It's pretty simple. After their father passes away, four grown siblings are forced to return to their childhood home and live under the same roof for a week, along with their oversharing mother and assortment of spouses, exes, and might-have-beens. It's directed by Sean Levy, who you might know from Night at the Museum, Free Guy, which is hilarious. I don't know if you guys have seen that. The Ryan yeah, Reynolds. I love that one. Free guy so great. good. Tina Fey's in that one as yes. well. And yep. Starring Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Jane Fonda, Adam Driver, among others. So let's get into our ratings. I'm going to start with Lonnie. Lonnie, you're up first. Why are you starting with me? Because I have a, a little guess on how you guys are each going to rank them. Uh, and so I'm going I, in the order of I'm, what I think I'm you're curious what yours is of me. I want to hear what you think. I'll I'm write it down on first. a piece of paper. No, I'm, I'm, I want to hear it first. No. You're going to change it. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll write them down. Okay. First off, before I even say my review, I have to say fuck you for picking this movie. Okay. For multiple reasons. But the biggest one is because... You actually made me like a fucking dramatic comedy. <laughs> I I went in I like it, it, it. I had to force myself to sit down and watch this movie, and then when I put it on, I'm like, okay, this has some good people in it. I like Adam Driver. I like Jason Bateman. I like Tina Fey. I like Schwartzman. And then I was like, fuck, this I, is I actually forgot he's Sonic. Yeah, yeah. I like this is actually kind of funny. 
Oh, do you think it's all because of the Jew part? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you, did you really resonate with the Jew like, thing? Like, you guys are welcome. Like, you gotta <laughs> live. In, you gotta live in the life of a Jewish family for a while. Um, yeah, they have to sit shiva. Which yeah. you want to explain what shiva is? Yeah, it's just like it's a period of reflection. It's like mourning, but it's like how many days? Seven. Seven. Yep. Shiva means seven. For those that don't know, but for education, was an awesome for part education purposes. When they explain that, yeah. but uh. We're sitting where and, our Christmas tree is. And just, <laughs> and, and we'll get into this in all the movie, but for my rating, I give this movie a Sheva. Oh, that's higher than I thought. Huh. I had you at a five. I thought you were going to middle of the road this. I, I, I like that. I like Jason Bateman, even though he plays Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Jason Bateman starring Jason Bateman in the story of Jason Bateman. Jeremy, what do you think? So, again... I've never really heard of this movie. Uh, nice touch by that rating, by the way, Shiva. I watched the trailer to it, and it's like, okay, this looks like it's probably going to be one of those movies where all the good stuff was in the trailer. But no, once it started, I mean, it was it was good. I'm not usually, like like Lonnie, I'm not usually a fan of like dramatic comedy-type uh, movies, but this one actually, it, it's always something with Jason Bateman. Like, I feel his timing and everything is always just impeccable with whoever mm -hmm. his co-stars are mm -hmm. and he's just his dry sense of humor and sarcasm and all that i feel stuff. like he's having real dialogue with yeah. his co-stars. oh yeah yeah and then not to mention wow jane fonda's boobs in that movie when she's that scene where she's which are fake but we'll get into that boobs. but <laughs> it still looked nice but uh, they did a good job but uh it kept my attention the whole time i enjoyed it so um we talking about the boobs yeah. or just yes both <laughs> So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna give this an eight point five. Oh wow! I drew huh. it a seven point five. <laughs> Justin, was that me? Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. So I think Jeremy has kind of said something like this before, but like you do this thing where a lot of us like the movies that you pick. Most of us do. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I try to pick a movie that it it has bigger names in it that people would know, but haven't necessarily seen. Yeah. There's something I've noticed about myself as as we've started doing the movie reviews. And this is what I've appreciated about you because you pick these movies with strongly charged dynamics, not just for like the, the actors themselves, although they lend well, but the writing is very thick. It has some, some substance to it. It's like movies like this where there's, it's an easy or simple solution, but sometimes where there is no solution at all. It's like, mm -hmm. I also don't like movies that always has like a happy ending. Right. I'm not saying that this didn't or did. You can take it or leave it. However, right. It, it, it's, it's not a set in stone, like copy and paste happy ending. Yeah. It, you know, I feel targeted. <laughs> <laughs> I love your money. Keeps too. it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you on your toes. But all four of us bring a different movie and that's what's good about the four of yeah. us. And I think it's, it's, that's what makes it boundless, right? Oh, that's, I get the name now. Thank you. But no, um, kind of echoing with Jeremy said, Jason Bateman, extremely natural actor. Also echoing with what uh, Lonnie said, pretty much the same character every single time. But Nothing he's not one of those. That, no, <laughs> when you do it, yeah. right. He didn't, he didn't play that same character in Air, I don't feel. Jeremy, you saw that. So I, do you feel like he was, was he Jason Bateman in that movie or was he just... In what? In air? Air. Oh. He was less Jason he Bateman. Was, it was like he was yeah. like a grown up, matured in a way, Jason Bateman in that movie. And I don't like it. No, I'm just kidding. He's good. He was great. <laughs> Worst performance ever. But yeah, with his acting, I mean, being the central role of this whole film with the sub characters around it, like 
a very natural chemistry with a lot of people. I did really like it. I know some people say that they've watched this like a few times a year. This is like their Christmas movie or something like that. I'm like, it's not even Christmas. It's yeah. Yeah. But I will give it a 7.5. I get, I, I had you at a seven. So that was not bad. A Shiva Shiva 0.5. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so the reason I wanted to bring up this movie is it is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't think, I think it's fun. It's not like laugh out loud funny like a normal comedy would, but it's funny. It's sweet. It's touching. It's got a great cast of people. Like we can we can go for days on the cast of these people. I felt like the script was great. I felt like it had a genuine dialogue, and I just feel like this movie was underrated. And everybody I've recommended this movie to likes it, and so that's why I wanted to also bring it up on the podcast because the Rotten Tomatoes scores critics forty four. We don't ever pay attention to critics anymore. They don't fucking know anything anymore. But the audience was at a 60. So, I mean, that's what three out of four people that like it or no, three out of five people that like it, Yeah, you know? And so I, I found that weird because anybody I've recommended this movie to absolutely loves it. So I was curious what you guys had to think. And I, the fact that Lonnie had it higher than I thought is, you know, I about pat myself on the back a little bit. You know, this is one of only six movies I give a perfect 10 to because this movie is I, and it's not my Christmas movie, but I have probably watched this two dozen times. So. Gotcha. Which gives us a BPT rating of 8.5. Oh, I guessed it right. <laughs> I think part of what I like about Jason Bateman is he talks like I would talk to a person, like especially that scene where they're sending Shiva and Tina Fey is trying to get him to. Um, All about the divorce. Yeah. And he's like, take the words out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> But there's a lot of that's I don't the, Tina Fey and Jason Bateman. There's a lot of movies where you see people who play siblings and it's like the chemistry that they have is like that. You guys have a, like a, a different chemistry. These guys like it's real. It's yeah, real. It comes I, off yeah. as, you know, do general. you know the order of age they're supposed to be in this movie? I was confused about <laughs> the it. Cliff the bald is the oldest brother. It's supposed to be the oldest. It's yeah. supposed to be the oldest, but he's actually, he's actually younger, younger than, than both Tina, Tina and Jason. Right. Yeah. 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 But he is the older. So he's supposed to be the you, oldest brother. And then I think our listeners to go. would know him from he's the bad guy in Ant-Man probably would be the best. Yellow jacket. Yeah. Or yeah Yellow jacket. And then I think Tina Fey is supposed to be the next. Yes. And then. And then Jason. Bateman, and, and then, then Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Right. Correct. I think for, for the longest time watching it, I thought that Tina and Jason were reversed. It, you know, you kind of get that. But then later in the movie, when Adam Driver does yeah. his speech about yeah. her being ahead, you yep. kind of get that feeling that she was the more of the mature right. ones. This makes me want to read the book too. I, I keep I have it on my list to like get, you know. They definitely but took the library liberties. hasn't had it. Yeah, okay, they changed they the it. name. The name was yeah because they couldn't get the rights to it. I'm but. like the whole story is relatively the same thing, but I mean, right? Yeah. I think when they we, there's like one of my favorite movies called Last Days, which is sorry, Lonnie. It's pretty much the biography <laughs> of Kurt Cobain. And hey, I mean. People are allowed to like him just because I don't doesn't this mean actually, you're. Oh, you don't like him either. I fucking hate. That I don't man. like this actually. I hate Nirvana. either, and I hate yeah. anybody that likes Nirvana. Fuck. I like probably you, two Justin. Nirvana songs. They got some I, good I, stuff. I think I, there's two I like as well. Ten years but, is a great cover of Heart Shaped Box, by the way. They're the actor who played the it's Cobain, the but they couldn't. Book. They couldn't get the rights to it, so they had to change the name. And he actually has his own band, Michael Pitt, which is a band called Pagoda, which I think is far better than Nirvana. But eh, they changed the names here much. Right, right. as well. Real quick before we start getting into things. Favorite character? Oh, Adam Driver by far. Really? Same. Same. Oh, I'm situational. I think it would be 
Adam, and maybe even the little kid. The little kid is so good. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. So really, random, I did so really good. like. Bowman I like Jason well. Bateman and Adams yeah. pretty close. Uh, favorite actor, definitely Byrne. Oh, Rose Byrne kills yeah. it in this movie. She, she kills it when I when I saw that her name was attached to it. Tiffany Oliphant also does really well in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Schwartzman does great. Schwartzman, yeah. I'm surprised Dax. because Timothy Dax is <laughs> the little he's in it is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant, like he's one of my I, I didn't realize how much of a favorite actor he is of mine, but it's like he deserves a bigger part in this, but like I think he played it. Well, did you have did any of you look up who the original cast was supposed to have? Like Zach Efron yeah. and yeah. Leslie Mann and stuff like that. But and, then uh, Steve Levy got a hold of the script and basically Amy Adams. Yeah, and yeah, Amy Adams was supposed to be part of it. Steve Levy got a hold of it, and he had worked with Bateman and Tina before. And Tina read the script, and she's like, "Yeah, man." Jason was like, "Yep, let's do it." And then the pieces just kind of fell around him. Like this cast is—you'll recognize almost every single actor in every scene, almost. You know, if you've never seen this movie. So yeah, it, it starts out Dax Shepard. He's kind of like the douchey satellite radio podcaster, if you will. Yeah. He fucking gets into it in the beginning, yelling at the, <laughs> yeah. the listeners. But he's like so. Like he's, he's got that yard red full pill. of rope in his face. <laughs> he's got that red pill mentality, like one track mind. But he starts off like getting the power aid from Judd Bateman. Uh, and it's like he's the one who's kind of giving him that handoff, I guess. Red means stop. It was a red power aid. But yeah, no, he was an <laughs> asshole. Then he goes and bangs Judd's wife yeah, he's sleeping on her birthday. His boss. Quinn. His boss is fucking his wife. <laughs> Quinn, who I've only known from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, he bought a custom cake for her and yeah. then tried to, like, surprise her, get off early while she was getting off early. While they were fucking the yeah. Tupac. So it's like, <laughs> that kind of pissed me off a lot. Like, when it comes to cheaters and shit yeah. like that, like, ooh. Well, obviously, I've, yeah. you know. I uh, One of my favorite lines, though, is in that scene when um, he's like, how long? And they both answer at the same <laughs> time. And first he's time, like, first time. And he's like. A year, and he's like, "How long?" It was first time on our on our side. (laughs) (laughs) There's just little things that I notice, like each time I rewatch it. But yeah, Dax is fucking uh, Judd, uh, Jason Bateman's wife. (laughs) Hey, would now be a great time to over those numbers? No, 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 no. this is not how long, Judd. What? How long? This is the first time. On our sides. So, so when, when Judd is trying to get out of fuck. the office because he's trying to move early, and Shelby, the security lady, he's like, you know, I could try to get you out here by three. What direction is three on a clock? The right. Right. He's always trying to do the right thing. And, oh my yeah. lord! <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, no. Within the within the first three minutes, you kind of see the hurt like on his face. You know, like that. That just, do you? Because I'm pretty sure his facial expression has never changed. In his acting career. No, Jason Bates? Yeah. yeah. You just said you liked it. I did. (laughs) I like his face. It never changes. It's consistent. How long? Who would you pick, Quinn or Penny? Penny. Penny. And that was my thing. When I saw Rose Byrne was attached to this, I was hoping it wasn't her. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's going to make me not like Rose Byrne because she's a fucking cheater. She's wonderful in this movie. She's aloof. She's strangely weird. Strange. A little strange. That's what he says. Yes. I was trying to think of the line. Yeah, on the ice there. Strange. This is one. This is where I leave you. Yeah, this is one <laughs> movie of a very few that actually, I I got teary eyed. I didn't cry. There's only two movies I I've cried specify. at. I didn't cry though. But I came close to it when Jason Bateman and Adam Driver at the end 
are saying their goodbye. Are we doing they, this ironically? They put their, sure, their foreheads together and stuff. And just the fact that it chokes up Adam yeah. Driver's character and he has to go away. It's just like, oh, wow, that gets a lump in the throat. I'll see you later, little brother. All right. Are we doing this ironically or? We can tell ourselves that. Okay, good. As off as Adam Driver is, there was like, I think his scene kind of made me sort of tear up when he's talking to his sister, well, Tina Fey. And he's like, yeah. she's talking to him in the backyard and he's like, well, you're the voice that I Inside hear in my, my head. head it's yeah. like, you're the one who raised me. Like anytime a voice of reason comes by, like you're the one who kind of tells me to, should I do this even though I do it anyways or now? Yeah. Excuse me. Yes. You're so not fine. You know, sleeping with your shrink does not technically make you a relationship expert. Yeah, but I am an expert in you. Yeah, no, you're not. Yes, I am. You raised me. You're the voice in my head. It's not mom. It's not dad. You. Really? Yeah. And sometimes I just wish you would shut the fuck <laughs> up! He's got the best line in the movie to me, Adam Driver, and it's the, what's the matter with you? Do you think before you speak? No, that would take all the fun out of it. Out of it. <laughs> My favorite line of his is, uh, touche, pussycat. <laughs> <laughs> Takes one to know what. So yeah, their dad died, so they have to get together, room up in their old house, which has all their memories and kind of everybody ha comes with their own issues, their yes. own problems. So, and I think the whole clusterfuck helps and you get to see the relationships with them sort of unravel, <laughs> tie things up or untie things. But yeah, yeah. his whore wife is trying to call him <laughs> the whole time and he keeps on like ignoring her. Yeah. So Jason Bateman's wife's cheating on him. Tina Fey's married in what? An asshole husband. Like you don't really get He's too many asshole. details. He's dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Stoll's character is there. Him and uh, Catherine Hahn, they can't have a baby. And then Adam Driver's just an immature person dating his therapist. So, yes. Or his Connie mom. Britton. Or his mom. Yeah. Connie Britton. Yeah, right. ama another amazing act. Dude, yes. she's such a babe, too. I like her American Horror Story. I like her in uh, Friday Night Lights. But yeah, Brian, so Brian, who listens to our podcast, big fan of Connie Britton as well. Perfect. Hi, Brian. He kind of reminds me of Corey, too. Brian does. <laughs> He's a. He's not that tall. He's between Daughtry and Daughtry and Corey Stoll. <laughs> so after Bateman, and, you know Judd. After Judd is ignoring his wife's calls, his sister calls, and it's like, hey, you know, mom wants to set Shiv up, and he's like, but dad's dead. He's like, yeah, it's a good time to set it up. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's something else. Dad wants us to sit Shiv up. Dad's dead. Yeah. Apparently, that's the optimal time to do it. Ask them three times to remove this awful tube. We give the man his dignity. And she like rips the fucking catheter right out of his dick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you were talking about Jane Fonda's boobies, boobs, which yeah. were fake. Oh, she's actually she's a was it novelist or whatever? Yes. Well, yeah. novelist, uh, yeah, a writer, therapist. They make a lot of books based on their history of sex and you know stuff like that. So that's just setting it up for the viewers there who haven't known it. But yeah, she's ridiculous. She overshares a lot. She talks about how she misses her dead husband's penis and how big it was. And the kids are all embarrassed all the time. But. We made love on our first date in his car behind the Texaco station. Oh, shit. 
She's telling the Texaco story. Oh, it left the air conditioning on, and by the time we were done, the battery was dead. We had to call my father to come and give him a jump Let's, start. Maybe they want to hear about some of his hobbies. The stuff that's going on on fossil fuels is just really sexy. Oh, the passion, the, the creativity, the, the angles. Jesus Christ. Angles. Morton knew his way around a woman's body. Mother. And the sheer size of him. Circumference. Mom. I'm I telling you, the man was hung. That should have been the headstone. Clearly, she lost more than a husband. Hmm? That's anyway, a Jewish continue. mom. Yeah. But yeah, I guess on set, she was kind of trying to flash her boobs and stuff to like onlookers. And, you know, I'm like, huh, she sings fun. Sign <laughs> me up. She, she okay, has. So it's like a whole chest piece that starts like at the neck. Oh, yeah. And He's like goes all the way underneath <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. What does is, what is Jason Bateman say when like her. Her, uh, robe. Like, can you tie that up? Yeah, he's like, hey, you do know it's a double. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he's like, at the end, after I'm the other you... moment, he's like, I'm glad you tied that up. <laughs> but yeah, I like how they're trying to negotiate Shiva. He's like, you are all the ground. It's like, can we just do it? That's, that's what Shiva is. It's seven. You know, it's sit for seven days. And uh, I'd do four. It is kind of cool how they um, just the closeness that the family has because yeah. they're in that same house, like how that was portrayed. I felt mm. like, wow, that I know. To me, I like being around family and mm -hmm. to be in like the same household so close together. Like I enjoy things like that. I thought that was portrayed very well in this. And I kind of relate to Jason Bateman because it's like whenever we go to like my sister's house, I'm always stuck in the basement. I say, would and, you sleep and, on a bed that was bent that way? I, I've <laughs> slept on worse, but it's just <laughs> like, yeah, uh, it's it was kind of like, yeah, I can relate to him. And I mean, even just like his relationship with his sister and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. that's kind of. I had similar fights with my sisters growing up and similar things like that. So I think they really did hit the uh, the family aspect family of dynamic, ma yeah. making it seem believable, like how you had said earlier, like, you know, Tina Fey and Jason Bateman, that brother, brother and sister. sister yeah. Yeah. When they get close and they're actually doing brotherly gestures and, you know, brotherly sisterly gestures and stuff, it doesn't come off like, you guys look a little different here. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, this it, looks more romantic yeah. than it does, you know. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, no, there's a few correlations leading up to this part. So, I mean, when you have, like, a cheating spouse, which, another, let me go into that first. One thing I cannot stand is about, like, people who cannot respect other people's, if you want to call it property, but it's not property. I mean, like, it's a contract that both of you guys are in when it comes to a relationship. And if that's not established, first off, it's, like, it's hard to trust certain friends who are constantly going, I guess, towards your spouse or, or significant other it's like the, those orbiters or stuff. And like a lot of that responsibility is also on her or him. Right. In your case. What? What? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love to see people get what they deserve. And it's like when you mess with another person's uh, spouse, but you expect like no retribution, like there's two types of situations that could happen here. This could happen like how he did where he just walked away, blew out his candle, or it could be like Matthew Lillard and SLC Punk, you know? <laughs> yeah for those of you who don't know he just mocks curb stomping someone yeah because this is a radio show not a visual so you got like the the i guess he's not doing the business i mean so there's also a level of responsibility he has to take How with do himself but <laughs> not two bucks like in my head if we're reliving this scene right now you got the power aid you know he doesn't have that vigor it's supposed to give him that little ump or whatever and you see like the breathing tube which is like he's kind of hard of breathing right now i mean this is kind of I feel is correlating to him himself. Like he can't breathe. He's, he's stuck. He's trying to, you know, go, he's down in the dumps, which also he ends up in the basement and the, the bottom of it. Uh, but the world is on his shoulders. It's too hard to carry. Why do they have to stay? They live in a half hour away. 
<laughs> I like the little dude too. He's like, have you been drinking all day? And oh yeah, when they first like, meet him, he's like, Mom yep. said shit in the car. <laughs> he's like, you've been drinking? He's like, yep, all day. <laughs> and he just Profanity and alcohol. What's up, little man? Mommy said shit in the car. Shit? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> have you been drinking all day? Yeah. So we started out with a little booze and a little profanity, Mom? Then Adam Driver's introduced. Uh, he's always like. <laughs> boner. <laughs> yeah, boner, boner, boner. Ben Schwartz was pretty much the only Jew in this. That, like actual Jew? Yeah. yeah. The rest were just Jew-ish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Ben Schwartz, I you guys I love know how him the, as, uh, I love how John, was his name? John Luke or whatever? No, John. Slowly but surely, it's kind of rolling through <laughs> everyone and catching on. <laughs> and the little kid's like, poopy, and he throws it. Oh, yeah. And then the, Where are the wipes? The Barry <laughs> gets all fucking pissed off. I'll save that theory for later. There's a, there's a theory I want to. All right. Can't wait. Show. No, let's hear it now. <laughs> you can't cock tease us like that. Let's hear it. All right. So they're all sitting shiva. I'm trying to progress us. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, We're still stuck on the first yes. scene. <laughs> so Adam Driver being the youngest of the group too, like he's constantly trying to like ball tap, you know, nut tap. Yeah. He was late to the funeral. Yeah, yeah all that stuff. And I love his, his entrance with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's listening to DMX when he rolls up in a Porsche. <laughs> well, uh, running, run into the, the funeral. Lord shit, 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 shit. He leadeth me beside the still water. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. Excuse me. Excuse me. Thou art Parker. Thou prepares a table. Mommy. Adam. Funny story. Adam and uh, Corey used to on set during the lunch break take that car out and not drive it. Obviously, the speed limit. They were fucking around on their lunch breaks, but I thought that was kind of cool. I was like. I probably would do that too if a Porsche was on set. Right. Like nobody's watching this. Okay, see you later. So yeah, Adam. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Elephant is also like- introduced in around this time too. You say um, elephant? Elephant. Elefante. <laughs> he you. plays a uh, Hori Kellen, which was Tina Fey's or Wendy's husband at one point before they no ex boyfriend. They weren't married. Yeah. Or boyfriend, whatever. Yeah. They and both. She, they live across the street. They both. Um, see, I thought they were together, and she was cheating on him for one for some reason. And it's just that, like, she was still attached to him or whatever, or still, like, that was Yeah, you love. find out later, like, Timothy's character her. has, like, a brain injury from an accident. You right. find that out It's later. like, he understands that. <laughs> and I did like his ending, too, because it's like, he's the guy who's suffering with everything. He's yeah. the one who has, like, this brain injury. Like, he'll walk into a room and not realize what he's doing. Like, he'll pick up a tool and it's like... Why do I knew this? Dude, that is, I laugh at that scene every time because he just chucks the tool into the <laughs> woods. And, and I just like picture like his mom going to like get a screwdriver or something. Like, Where the fuck are all the tools? She's, she's standing like in the, she can ask him either. Yeah, standing right. in the garden and a wrench flies by. Yeah, like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? But at the very end when it kind of, this is the, the plot we're going way too far, but like going with this conversation here. Where, That's right. Everybody knows they're getting spoilers. Right. Yes. <laughs> When the mom turns out to be a lesbian, you know, the whole time. You guys didn't know that? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's just eating an apple. Like, oh, you didn't know that? (laughs) It's like, he finally knows something. Like, he he knows something everybody else doesn't. I guess this is as good a time as any. Did you guys not know about that? I like what he also at the end when he's like, See a boner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, who said that? <laughs> oh, oh like, you said that? Or he said. 
See you, Boner. Are you kidding me with that? I'll see you. Yeah. That was a, uh, a a swerve I did not see coming at the end. The lesbian thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was that like, was, what? That was interesting. Fuck. Because it te- it teases it a couple times. Like they they have a fight, and that's right before Tina Fey and her like snuggle, and then she's like, "Oh, these boobs are actually comfortable." Or whatever. Like you don't really think about it, and then at the end, you're like, "Oh, that's what that fight was about." Like she was she wanted to tell right. everybody, and she didn't. You know? She walked off. Yeah. So during the intro, when everybody gets into the house, Phil and Paul they get into a fight. And Judd ends up getting a shard of glass into the face. The, what are they fighting over? What were they fighting? Judd over? used to date uh, oh, yes, Paul's yes, yes, wife, yes, yes. Catherine yeah. Hahn's character, and Philip likes to bring that up. But yeah, and so he tease gets them about it. He gets a piece of glass stuck in his. What head. does that symbolize? Glass is kind of like peering through. It's supposed to be like clear honesty, clarity, understanding in his head, in his brain head <laughs> yeah it's supposed to symbolize this somebody uh, switch me seats right now <laughs> it's supposed to symbolize a transformation because glass is made from sand and it's two different things and it becomes clear at the end i hold my hand i would have Grab loved to have heard your wedding vows <laughs> <laughs> she's still giving them <laughs> it's a window to see perspective between his feelings and relationships that are present with his family. Fuck your feelings. Can I can I just past. say say something like no, not about, about this movie. His but boss and his. I think wife. it's funny that no matter whose movie it is, when we do these reviews, <laughs> we all are looking to Justin the whole time to like lead this thing. Like none of us are <laughs> well, saying no, anything he takes else. Over, just, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to move it along, but he keeps going back to this first scene. <laughs> all right, yeah, so the, end here, <laughs> the the scene closes off. The kid kind of <laughs> drops a deuce on the front steps. That's kind of like the next morning. Walks out like he's so free with that. Just drop it. Yeah, the kid's Boom. like potty training. So like in random scenes, he's just like it, dropping the toilet that's, it, right after he breaks the news that she's pregnant or whatever. And he's sitting there <laughs> and he's like, and I just I just love how Jason Bateman doesn't even acknowledge it. He's just like staring at like, damn, this is yeah, it. This is it. That <laughs> might be how I feel about like with my family is like theirs isn't as chaotic as mine. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Sometimes. I, my older brother has shit in front of people. Like, he'll he'll try to fart and then, like, load his pants. I'm like, dude, why, why are you trying to... Speaking of farts. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do it. <laughs> Not yet. What does the poop symbolize? The kid pooping symbolize? <laughs> yeah, you uh, said you symbolized... had a theory about that. All right, so the symbolis- symbology of the shit. Symbolism. The symbolism of the shit in relation to the house in this movie. There's many things. So you see the first shit. It gets thrown at him at the the very first time. God damn it, my mic has. I was wondering when you were going to fix that. Even your mic is so flaccid. I'm trying to go away. (laughs) So the shit, the first time it gets thrown at us uh, as the viewers or whatever, all these things are going on inside and it gets thrown out. All right. The second time we see it, it's on the front door. It's more inviting. After some things have settled, we have to open the door to actually handle what the problem is. And this is Jason Bateman trying to come to his. Or work through his issues. He's unraveling some things, his feelings, you know, not necessarily also with his whore wife, but with his family and with his, if you want to say constant with infatuation, more so on Rose Byrne's character, but him too. The third time we see it, it's at the back door. So after Quinn surprises Judd unannounced at their parents' place and drops the pregnant bomb, sometimes shit happens unannounced. Uh-huh. And even though processing what's going on in the back of it all, it stings. It's still there. It still leaves a stain. So that's what the shit, every time you see that, it's like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Thank you. Oh, stop. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. 
Where's our comment cards? We <laughs> <laughs> got a notepad right in front. Might of you. actually fill one of those out for once. There is more shit in this one than there was in Begotten. So <clears throat> was there? Are you sure? Because there was know. quite a lot of shit falling down <laughs> those guts. From picture up to picture wrap, that was a bunch of shit. <laughs> so definitely an upgrade with Penny Moore, played by Rose Byrne. Rose uh, Byrne, yes. She's yeah. fantastic in this movie. Yes. I always wanted to see her, and I don't know if they have yet, but her and Jessica Alba, they need to do a movie together. They need to make like, each lesbians. other. <laughs> they need to do something together, and I want them to make it happen. So Judd finally comes out to the family after a while. Like he's been keeping all that bottled up, not trying to expose. Well, he didn't do it on, on by yes. choice. Yes, he's kind of Tina Fey kind of pestering. Don't him. you feel bad for that old lady? That, that old lady who's just like, "How's it going?" Life? He's like, "Oh, my wife's a whore." <laughs> <laughs> you tell them. I hate you right now. You tell them. Listen, I love you, and you tell them. Oh my God! I will pinch you. So Judd, where is that beautiful wife of yours? She's gone. Quinn is gone. It's over. A little bit complicated. Or maybe it's not that complicated. She's been sleeping with my boss. I walked in on them having sex in my bed. So I guess it's not that complicated. It's simple. I'm divorcing her whore ass. How are you doing, Mrs. Applebaum? Wasn't that the same interaction? Is that good? Where... <laughs> yep. And then afterwards, the... yeah, right? She's like, yep. The... Happy now? Yeah. Yep. Older brother has to do like a timed sex slot, whatever, just oh, because yeah. she's taking the... His sex, his yeah. sex is on Which schedule. Which also doesn't make sense because she said she's taking injections, but they don't know if he's sterile or anything. It's right, like, and a real doctor would know yes. both sides before they give an injection, yeah. Facts. Facts <laughs> you can only learn here on the Boundless Padre. Yeah. <laughs> From Justin. From Justin. <laughs> but yeah, for a guy who works with technology to broadcast communication, he seems to realize he has more wires crossed with everything that's going on. His flow of communication is somewhere deep inside of him, and it needs to process things. Needs to unravel that cord. Hell is with the voice right now. I'm trying to make it more inviting for the listeners. Sensual. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a sensual. Well, my pants are off. I was going to say, I don't know if it's a sensual voice or the Taco Bell that's giving me the shits. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. So, first of all, it's always the Taco Bell. (laughs) I do have some cheese over here that I could eat at any time. Okay, hold on. Isn't that going to mess you up? Before we go any further, I don't know if he's setting us up because, like... (laughs) <laughs> I almost just grabbed this toy to start playing with it, and I don't know if we're being timed till we do. Something's happening because, yeah. I've what are got you doing? Drumsticks, and I've been playing with them like a lot. So, what are you doing? I'm I'm glad he has it because <laughs> I'm just like yeah, okay, I have I'm lotion gonna, and no. tissues on my table. <laughs> so before prepping, this is gonna go offside here. Before prepping the uh, studio space, I put some drumsticks over by Jeremy's desk. I put a a little like puzzle game little rolly ball type of thing something a little bit more stimulating uh, stimulating yes for for lonnie surprisingly he hasn't i don't think he's touched it i just almost did but then i'm like nope there's something involved jeremy's got his shit in his hand over on john's desk is lotion and tissues and i'm surprised i'm actually happy i also have a drum pad (laughs) yeah but it's not working like there's no sound you have to connect a a audio device in it so if you unplugged your shit to put it in there you can otherwise if you put I'd rather listen to that than you. So. Speakers. Moving back on. So Cradle and All, that's the book that... You didn't f- you fucking tell us. You said, yeah, I put those things there. Why? Do you want to know the meaning for it? So we knew where to sit? Yes. <laughs> Plus the names on the microphone say something, to whatever. I mean, you know where to sit, but... I just have the purple one. I did kind of consider that, you know, I did want to sort of time, but I, I, I didn't. I didn't time. I thought this movie review was more important than... 
nagging Thanks. with your guys's mental fucking with us. I feel us. like we're going to learn more so, about this in our next so podcast. The, so you're waiting for the kid with OCD to uh, get so curious he had to say something. Sorry, so cookie dreams? You two haven't broke yet. So <laughs> I think John's going to come before you. <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> and I've already said whore a few times and I'm surprised he didn't do anything yet. Yeah, so. I know. We were uh, talking about cheating whores. All yes. right. Sorry. Back to the podcast. <laughs> Jeremy, I think, said something that I thought was pretty. No, no, I think it was John. Uh, Fuck you. One of my favorite lines. <laughs> you get no credit, bitch. <laughs> the Christmas tree? Yes. Yeah, I said and When they're trying to sit Shiva. You can't leave this shiva. house. We're saying Shiva. And You're Tina sitting Fox. where we put, where the, Christmas put the, Christmas tree. Tree. the Christmas tree. Thank you. She's closer to my age than yours. Well, I'm not as young as you like to think, Mom, and neither are you. Hey. Hey. I just want you to understand there is no version of this scenario that doesn't end badly. Kind of like this conversation? Which ends right now. Right behind you. No, you, you cannot leave this house. We're sitting Shiva. Mom, you're sitting in the same spot we put our Christmas tree. <laughs> but that's, you know, when you live in a mixed religious household, that's kind of how it is. Well, yeah, you got like 40 trees in your house. <laughs> we got 11, uh, yeah. We had 12. We gave you one. <laughs> you did, yeah. So that night the... Sorry, go ahead. No. That night... <laughs> The siblings, <laughs> no, <laughs> the siblings sneak out to go to the bar and Penny ends up showing up. Which, Penny was at the bar already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they, they sort of run into each other. And this kind of confused me. Well, I don't know. So they the ran into was. each other. Penny was introduced when he went to go pick up Hori from right. uh, the shop. Where he works. Yeah. The shop that uh, the, the dad owned. Yeah. The Altman's owned. Foxman's. <laughs> yeah. Excuse grocer. me. Foxman, yeah. It's both. The movie why, is Altman. But. Why was he standing so high up when he was sharpening the skates? It was like he was like on a ladder. Sharpening. He was on a ladder. Why? Like that uh, seems like not safe. You're asking you're... a guy with a brain injury why? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right? true. Huh. But yeah, he met up with Penny pretty much at the bar. They kind of sat, and this is what confused me. So there would have had to have been a conversation <laughs> told there, unless Paul knew that, or yeah, Driver, Adam Driver knew. Philip. Philip, thank you. If he knew that she was going to be at the skate rink, because the next day he pretty much. Well, I, I think it's common knowledge. That's where she works. All right. See, I didn't know that. That See, wasn't. Explained, yeah. So. so when he takes off with Jason Bateman, with Judd, and he drops, you know, he, it, you know, it was planned that he would drop her out because he noticed, you know, there's a scene when they're at the table when because Paul has to leave because he's got to have sex. And then Tina Fey goes with or whatever. And it's left with Judd and, and Rose Byrne and Adam Driver. And Adam's kind of looking at the two of them like, you guys should probably hook up or whatever, you know. So then obviously that leads to his yeah, he sort plan of social he engineer drops yeah. him off. Yeah. Yeah. But was, I didn't I didn't know if there was something explained or because I know that he knew that she skated at one point. But yeah, I think that's when he found out that she worked there. I that's what was my I think that's just like that's just the town. You know, it's a smaller town. So they just know yeah. that she works there or whatever. But. So yeah, Judd gets a visit. Or from there's a conversation off camera. You that, never know. Yeah. Like you were assuming. That's what Maybe. I was assuming. I was assuming. You were assuming that. That's what he... I see what you're saying now. My brain got there. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Quinn, his, his, whore, his whore wife comes in. His whore wife. Uh, she's staying at a hotel. Yeah, because Judd won't answer her phone calls, so yeah. she has to come there. So there's some important news that she needs to tell, which I've already revealed. She's pregnant. She's and with child and it's, and it's not dax shepherds because he is sterile for a guy who's <laughs> overcompensating yes. you know like he's he's not man enough to yeah and, and that pissed me off too it's like 
she's trying to talk to him, trying to get back with him or whatever. Yeah. But when she actually goes into labor, or sorry. No, she, she has that scare, like she was bleeding or yes. whatever. Yeah. When she and has she calls scare, him. And she, she calls yep. Judd and she calls his boss. And so they both arrive. It's like, oh, no, fuck you. When Dak showed up, I was so pissed. Were you really? Like, yeah, really? I was. Yeah. I was like, I, fuck this. Because they were having like a moment there, and then he walks in. But yeah. I love everything that happens like after that. Oh yeah. I, well, how I like much how did the, he pay? Forty dollars, whatever for a forty three dollars. Well, he was gonna. Pay, he's like, but then they did it for free. Right. Uh, he was gonna give these. Uh, so he they get in a fight in the in the lobby, and. Uh, Sort of get to, yeah, and Adam out. Driver has to jump in, and t- you know he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And Tina Fey punches him in the face and shit like that. That's a princess cut. <laughs> you're gonna let your sister punch me in the face? Yep, and I got her purse. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you coming in here with this middle part at your age, barking orders at everyone? Who the hell am I? Yeah. I'm Wendy Altman, bitch. That's what happens. Yeah, that's a fucking princess cut. Fucking clown. Kidding me, Dick? You have your pussy. You have your sister hit me. I got her purse. (laughs) What? What I was so unrealistic was so they all the these college guys they flip his car, Dak's car, which were avid listeners at one point. But it's like, well, he's a piece of shit because he's yeah. Because they're like, what do you do? He's like, slept with my wife. And there's like, this one's on us because he was going to give him like 40, 43 bucks, whatever it was. Yeah, but they flip his car. And then when Dax comes out, it's like he doesn't care. Well, because it's and, one of many cars. Well, yeah, but has, it's just but... like, and then he just walks away. It's like, realistically, you're leaving the scene of a crime, kind of. So it's just like, I don't understand how you can I just swap. like what he says. He's like, yeah, that's probably not drivable. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take a walk. <laughs> it's kind He's of like, I'm out. Yeah. It's too much for me. They're, they're talking about a heartbeat. I think they're all in on this. I don't hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dax is pretty good at playing a sleaze. Yeah. I don't think he really knew he was in a movie. I think he, <laughs> no, I think he was just up. talking to Jason it's Bateman. Like, <laughs> I love They were character. friends because he, uh, Bateman worked with Kristen Bell on a couple's retreat. And yeah. uh, Dax was there. So like they hung out for like four months in Bora Bora. Right. <laughs> They uh, must be rough, right? Dax does like play Adam an Sandler. awesome idiot, like Idiocracy. The what's the one in the woods? The pet without a paddle. Sure, <laughs> with, with a oh Matthew Lillard saw, and uh, Seth Green. Yeah, I saw yeah. an advanced preview of that movie. But the dude's intelligent. It was like right. he's extremely smart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he has a podcast in real life yeah. too, right. and, and that's how I know he's smart. <laughs> and he got yeah. Kristen Bell. Yeah. Oh yeah, because having a podcast is a good judge of, yeah. of your yes. intelligence level. <laughs> which, which by Thank the, you. Which by the way, Lonnie, Uh-oh. you fucking out of all the people I work with, why did you have to tell the lady cashier that you were my husband? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if that was going to get back to you. I'm checking checking out in Jeremy's work. And I put the stuff on the counter. She's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm great. I'm like, I forgot my discount card, but I'm Jeremy's husband. She goes, oh. (laughs) She goes, do you you have have your phone number? Are you making an intelligent joke on him or her? Her? Because she... she So finish your part. And, uh, and she's like, do you, do, 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 do you have your, your, your guy's phone number? And I'm like, oh, I picked the wrong person. I'm like, no, yeah. no, miss. I'm, I'm joking. And she goes, what? I'm going, we're on a podcast together. You have a podcast? Yo, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, she is like. You're like, sit down. Nice lady, whatever. But Don't worry, she she'll never comprehend. find this. But I went up there to get a drink and she's just like. So you, you have a podcast and a husband? <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm like, fucking Lonnie. I'm just like, I was like, we have a podcast. And she's like, well, he was saying he was your husband. I'm like, well, he likes to say a lot of things. It's like we divorced. Yeah. So anyways, he back, to, <laughs> back so, yeah, to the movie. Pretty much after this, Wendy and Hori pretty much talk in the backyard. What a weird name. Yeah. Hori. Hori. Yeah. If I ever have a kid, I'm naming it Hori. Hori. Not like his Hori my ex's name. wife. <laughs> uh, ah, that bitch. Didn't... I hate that bitch. <laughs> Fuck Gappy. There it is. Hey okay. Boom. All right. I don't even know where we are at this story. Tina goes into the backyard and talks. And I love that scene. This is probably one of my favorite scenes, too, because like uh, just that that sense of cognitive desolation, that, that emptiness is like Hori knows he has a brain condition, but he doesn't want the relationship to continue. When he because, throws the tools. Yeah, <laughs> because he feels he will be the burden. He's mm-hmm. the one who's going to hold him back. So he accepts his own loneliness. But it's like. When there's like that mental synapse or that that disconnect or something like that, it's like, fuck, like I, you know, kind of how we were talking about with Robin Williams mm-hmm. and all that. It's like, this is what I was also thinking with that. But yeah. So at the closing of that scene, there's these blue empty chairs like in the back and they kind of like look at it for a second and walk off. But I thought it was beautiful because in this context, <laughs> blue can suggest depression and loneliness, especially with the empty chairs. In dreams, empty chairs can represent a missed opportunity or a lost connection, that being with Hori's life and the relationships. But they can also represent feelings of isolation because he knows he's so much different now after the brain injury. But, yeah. I felt really bad for Hori. It's like, he's there. I felt bad for them as, like, you know, like, almost star-crossed lovers. Like, they... It's like even when you she, can tell there was like a real love between that couple at one point and that accident really fucking and she was in the accident you yes, find out but, but he's nothing the one happened kind of, to her and so like all the well she had a on him I think there was a scar or whatever that yeah because she pointed one. to it yeah but I mean it's but, not a brain injury <laughs> it's like when she woke up you know that morning you know with her husband and he had a dart off or something like that and I can't Corey's stay here for the, seven days yeah Barry's Corey's outside the window dick. and they kind of like have like this little glance and wave at each other and it's like mm-hmm. ah so close but so far you know mm-hmm. which seems creepy because it's like he's across the street he's looking in her window like he hasn't done that a time or two right so i like, thought I that too like, i was like how many times have you watched her jerk yeah up? he doesn't know <laughs> that's true he, know <laughs> he knows he's just playing everybody with this brain injury you guys didn't know about that <laughs> <laughs> so phil ends up dropping the bomb on judd's most current update with quinn being pregnant <laughs> i love i love Baton's reaction jesus fuck <laughs> yeah and annie annie pretty much gets pissed off <laughs> judd's ex uh oh yeah because she can't get pregnant yeah she's been desperately trying to have a child and it's like it's so easy because he doesn't necessarily want not that he doesn't want one but he's not looking yeah. he's not trying yeah and he ends up getting it it just falls into his lap but She's Which Annie, seems to be just how life works for a lot of people, you know. Annie, there's people that can try for 20 years, and then there's people that fucking have eight kids with eight different dads because they're fucking whores. Whores. <laughs> whores. I'll let you. They're all. What? I'll let you. They're all. I'll let you put it in. Um, see, I don't do that because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to disturb your kids upstairs, so... I don't just do it quietly. I don't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've <Wow>. grown. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Fuck that shit. Oh! <laughs> okay. And it's gone. It's on loop. So I think this is probably a lot of our favorite scenes when they actually go to the synagogue, the temple. Yeah. Whatever. They go to the temple. And like, so 
uh, he had the conversation with his mom, Judd did, you know, and he's like, oh, I didn't think I needed the coat again. And, but it, it came out and all wrinkled. Jacket, so yeah. he takes his dad's jacket and then like he's sitting, listening to Boner <laughs> give this little speech. And but that is so his, funny. He's I'm, like, yeah, let's get pumped up. All right, let's bring it down for a second. We got a family. <laughs> I will, we got the old ones here. <laughs> no, but let me tell you. <laughs> That's fucking synagogue. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, you have a, you have a boner at synagogue. Unless you Wait, like, <laughs> unless you have like a super orthodox. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. It's like, oh, let's get everything going. How is everybody doing? You feeling good? Okay, let's read for the spot. <laughs> so I can't stand when they do like the uh, the guiding voice or whatever. And now we're going to read from Huda. Yeah. Please open to the. Oh my God! You're gonna put me to sleep. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos, Helmsbrook. Good Shabbos. What is that? I mean, I feel like this is this is my shul, right? You feel like my congregation. You don't sound like them, though. How about this? Can I get a Shabbat Shalom? Shabbat Shalom. That's what I'm talking about. What? That's where we should start. Do you understand? We gotta leaven that bread. Let's take it down for a second. A couple notches. Let's take it down. So, yeah, he reaches in his coat. He grabs out two joints, and then he he looks over to Phil, and he's like, hmm? He's like, oh, you can't see my eyes, listeners, but, yeah. They were they very were shifty. And then <laughs> very Phil, shifty. Phil walks off, and, and Justin gives shifty eyes. Judd <laughs> is like, oh, I'm going to go check on Phil. I think, you know, he's sick or something like that. Yeah. You know. So he tells his mom, <laughs> and then they're gone for a while. And then Paul comes. I wonder how long they were gone because I, it does take a bit for weed to like hit. And they were they still smoking free- it, so it yeah. hadn't have been. I would say maybe swing low. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Sweet how jail. Adam Driver was just like Dad was a stoner, and then what? What was the line? Is that, is mi- he's, it's like, he's like it's medicinal. He's like it's medicinal. He's like it always is. <laughs> Here, you've been holding out on me. What this? Where'd you get this? This is Dad's jacket. So, Dad was a stoner? No, it's probably medicinal. It always is. <sighs> Damn, I miss him. Yeah, they were in there for a while because it was like a therapy session yeah. with his older brother, yeah. like laying yeah. on the. I used to desk. be. Yeah, so then, fun. then Paul comes in and catches him. He's like, "Is that weed? Like, you guys smoking marijuana?" <laughs> that I think that interaction with the three brothers was one of my favorites because I it's used like, to be fun. It's like, no, you were never fun. You, you want me to break it to him? Yeah. yeah. You were never fun. Uh, the sprinklers well, come on. at least on. I'm consistent. <laughs> the sprinklers come on and, and Phil is still trying to Dude, light this that, I wrote that down. Yeah. I love that every time. He's, he's pouring water and he's still he's trying not. to light the joint. What a dumbass. I love how they're outside and somehow Adam Driver has a crown. Yeah, yeah no where did he get that? The crowd. It's from Burger King. It's paper. It's just paper. Uh, <laughs> Dedicated listeners will get that joke. So <laughs> after everybody's evacuated the temple and even uh, Hillary, the mom, she's talking to, well, she says boner. <laughs> I, know, I love and He gets pretty pissed off. Ben he, he doesn't character. like being called boner, but that's what they call. He makes one well. exception for somebody who has it worse. That's all. <laughs> right. Who was that? Was that you? So <laughs> the next morning or whenever it was, I'm assuming it was the morning. Annie tries to sneak downstairs. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Catherine he, Hahn. Yeah. She wakes up on top of Judd and it's like he he respects his brother, even though his brother is kind of like high and mighty. Like he, he was going to assume the worst and he tries to talk her down. And then he tried to comfort her. It's like, you know, I know you guys been having a or trying to have a kid or whatever the conversation was. And then Paul comes down and chases him well, out the thing is i don't understand about that scene is 
So Paul comes down the stairs and like Judd's consoling Annie and he looks right at him and goes, hey, man, what's up? Like if you were doing something, you would act more. Hey, yeah, like, oh, God. Oh, you know what I mean? And then Paul just gets irrational. And I mean, obviously, it's from the years of Phil poking fun at the fact that they used to date and all that stuff. But I don't think it's just that, though. I mean, like, also that him himself wants to have a kid, too. Yeah. That's why they're trying. Or at least trying to support her and continue. I feel like he's just being the bitch right now because she's the one leading. It's funny that she's so desperate that, like, that's what she goes. She's like, oh, well, he ain't shooting blanks. Like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Well, they've had a history together. Yeah. And it's the same lineage. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to call it lineage. Right. You well, know, it's the same part of the tree. Doesn't the kid walk downstairs? Yeah. The kid walks yeah. downstairs first. That's what interrupts him. Oh, yeah. The consoling thing is later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was right Never after mind. That, Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and there's a couple different moments. The kid where walks they, down first. Yeah. They kind of have a little bit of a spark. When in some of their conversations, right? So, right, you can tell that there was a previous relationship right. between yeah. these two, these two people. I feel like Judd has since, like, he's looked past that, that he's closed that chapter. Oh, yeah. And Annie has closed it, but hasn't sealed it. She's closed the chapter, but not her legs. Yes. <laughs> Bong. Oh, I get it. Wrong <laughs> 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 <Bong> one. <laughs> Whoops. Was it wrong? <laughs> After the solitude in the basement, the voicemail from Quinn, who is still at the hotel in room 346, which means to think positively and focus thoughts, dreams and goals in a positive path. He retreats to the roof for air and clarity with a cup of coffee to awaken, arrive, a most possible path. So they have like the little conversation on the on the roof when Tina finally comes out. I like that. That's a nice spot. They frequent that in the movie. Yeah, like one of the bedrooms opens up. Like, was that above the garage or whatever? I have a question about Jeremy. About they did Jeremy? do. Don't point so. Yeah, that was that was a very Jesus. aggressive point. Well, at least he f- didn't look at you and like wink seductively. <laughs> yeah, he's done that, that twice a lot. I feel like. Oh, uh, did you watch this on a TV on around here? I assume. Did I watch it on he a TV? Toys. He's on a wicked at me seductively. <laughs> Not a small screen. I think he wants to. Fuck I watched me. it on a big screen. Okay, yes. so on the roof, they did this weird zoom. Uh-oh. Did that take you out? No, I it don't was even, like a zoom that kind of like shifted and then rewritten. Like, I don't even on which recall which it. part when they were on the roof. Which like which part of the I think it's the nighttime one. The nighttime roof one. or roof? Roof. Yeah. Good boy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think roof. I really. I, it didn't even like you read so that. It wasn't book? that awkward yeah, if no. you didn't notice it. No. Justin's just being a dick. Yeah. You. <laughs> Why did you? you? He pointed at me with fire. That's what you did. Yeah, he, that was more aggressive, though, I feel like. Yeah. Well, ring that bell. So, yeah, and then there was oh, that right voice. There. Oh. there you go. Ooh, that comes through good. Butter up. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was like, wow, I have an idea. Okay, that needs to be incorporated in our, this podcast. What What does that bell get, need to be rung for? When Justin needs to wrap it up. <laughs> oh. I'm just. Hello? <laughs> So I can't mute that. That does come straight into that, the, the That microphone. is going to be when Justin goes a little long, we're going <laughs> to. We will bring our own bells. Yeah. I'll bring a fucking tambourine. <laughs> anyway, so we're on the roof. After that, uh, that was when they, they went back to the hospital because Quinn had a little accident. And it's like, I hate this. When people, will, when, especially like cheaters, especially like well, her. Most cheaters, I should say, when they try to apologize just about it, it's move like, away from the mic. They, they're not apologizing because they did something. They're apologizing because <laughs> or they to got sneeze it. into it. It's in my shirt. <laughs> Ew. 
For the listeners, I have allergies, so. But they're apologizing because they got caught. I was like, she's not sorry because she cheated. Also, I don't, so I don't understand why Judd didn't tell Penny that, well, I guess he didn't really want to. He didn't want to tell his family either. I mean, like. That's true. But Penny was like, I don't know if she, like, overreacted. Do you guys think she overreacted? At first, Finding out that she was pregnant. I thought so. It was a bomb on her Shut too. It was kind of because Judd even went to apologize. She's like, "Nope, see you later." It was just sex. Blah blah blah. Fuck you. But yeah, it didn't seem like her character. Yeah, to, that's, to be that's that one way. part I didn't like. Yeah, and especially for somebody who had more of a crush on him than right. he did her. Right. It's like I think she was doing that as a defense mechanism right. to like right. show that she's could not be. really hurt. That could be. But I could see that. I can't believe you've brought up all these like crazy theories and you haven't got the penny theory. Penny for your thoughts? Her name's Penny because she's innocent. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Fordwater. Penny oh, and Quinn both have two ends. That's and true. Two en- No, no, whatever. Damn it. We don't have any ends on this podcast. And that is a <laughs> qu- two ends. A Quinn sedence. <laughs> we had to give that card back. Oh, that's that right. was last movie. It is a very white movie. I don't think there's a black person in this movie. Whoops. Oh, there's not. <laughs> we, had, we went complete opposite direction. Lemonhead was pissed off for how wrangled that black card was when we gave it back. So, oh, uh, I don't like, think you we're got Jew all over this card. Whoops. But yeah. I see you chickened out. <laughs> don't say chicken. <laughs> I was looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there he, now he's there. Now he's yes. there. Okay. <laughs> Probably wise. But <laughs> this guy. Whoa. This Brian, is, this is I think Brian cut. even goes, seems like it was edited right there. And I'm like, yeah, he probably dropped about 30 seconds of that conversation. <laughs> Wade ends up, you know, getting Judd a coffee at the end. You know, I like how he just chucks yeah, it on the ground. It's like, I don't need your... Oh, so you're going to be a dick? It's like his gesture wasn't received. Yeah, but like I wouldn't either. Like, fuck that. I wouldn't trust that coffee. I wouldn't trust that coffee. I wouldn't trust him. We got to think about it in the sense that how long has it been? How long ago did she, this deed happen? That's a good point. Wait, which Mm, deed? Six months, roughly. So you got to realize that the fact is done. The divorce has happened if she's choosing to be, I don't with even him. think the divorce is final yet. Yeah, it's oh, not. I yeah. think he just left her. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, like, the last time I saw you, you were naked with my boss. Right. And if you truly want her side, to, if you truly want her to be happy, you have to understand that at least he didn't just fuck her and leave, or she just fucked him and it wasn't a thing. At least they're trying to do. Right. That's one of the crazy things that helped me in my situation oh, right. is that they're, they're married and have kids so like it wasn't a complete right yeah so like him the other be- the other four were him being there i mean at least she cared enough to like it's fucked up but so there was a moment around the dinner table where they're trying to have a memory of their dad yeah and for some reason judd cannot pull a memory it's like he's so caught up with everything like everything is so tightly wound as he's unraveling that that's probably like trapped deep inside of him and his dad used to always work the transformer the the uh fuse, fuse box, box and stuff and it was seemed to be like after that he got that spark and you know like he went literally yeah yeah he went back twice <laughs> and had this memory of his dad pretty much yeah. playing with him and yeah. stuff and calling him jay yeah and he fell like off his bike and one. he's like 
Y'all right? So, yeah. He said he couldn't really remember anything. After getting that spark, he remembered the time he fell off his bike, which is pretty much the child version of his current life. Like, he told Quinn at the hotel lobby, he said, I was lost. He lost control. He fell off. His dad told him he took a spill and that things will be all right. The grieving is open and ready for him to get back on and get a better grip now. So, Which is when advice he, to, he needed yeah. in his life yeah. right now. Yeah. I thought that was also, well, when he actually did tell Quinn, like, he was lost. I thought mm-hmm. that was a very um, emotional, and I guess for him as well. It's like he, he finally realized his fault, that it, it sort of was a bit of him, too. But, yeah, they do that awkward forehead thing. Philip has this Jeremy cried tutorial. over. I got teary-eyed. <laughs> no, it was emotional, for sure, because Judd was trying to sneak out at the end, which I like that he told that story to Penny, Right. About how he never takes that highway. He, to go to Maine. You know, he stays on the same one. Go to Maine. Or it doesn't have to necessarily be Maine. but Just go north. Whatever. Yeah. And then you also get that little thing where Connie Britton's character leaves Philip. And he's like, eh, he can keep the Porsche. He probably won't have it long. He always just leaves it with the keys. And, like, both of those situations, like, came together at the end for, for Judd to take the Porsche and, and go to Maine. Go to Maine. Yeah. 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 I like that. I Same like little here. things like that, like little, they plant little eggs and then they finally like hatch. That was a dumb it's reference, beautiful. but I don't care. Fuck out of you. You're trying to sound all philosophical like just amazing. <laughs> there is a capacity, a symbology capacity in here. So, so yeah, it's one of those movies that if it's on, I'll definitely watch it, but it's not something I'm probably going to, you know, like I want to watch this now. I watch but, it all the time. I love it. But like I said, it, well, if you like it, like my, it's my, so I, I ranked, I have a list on IMDb of my top 50 movies of all time. And Nerd. this is four. Yeah, I know. This is fourth all time, but it's behind Inception, Departed, The Dark Knight. And right after that is Saving Private Ryan. Like all, I feel like all five of those movies are like completely different movies, you know? Yeah. And so I like a little mix and I, I'm a big rom-com guy. Now this, it's probably leans more towards a rom-com than a drama, I guess. There's rom-com elements to it, even if it's just family, like romance, you know, like, like you guys said, this looks like a family, like it, they act yeah. like a family, you know? <clears throat> and so I, I don't know. There's just something comforting about this movie to me. And that's why I watch it so frequently. It is a good warm blanket with pricks in it. The wrong pricks. Well, you know, sometimes yeah. warm blankets get too warm. You got to kick them off every now and again. Got to have your feet <laughs> out. Right, that yeah. was a burp. Or you yeah. fart and you got to air it out a little bit because you don't want to Dutch oven yourself. <laughs> or you just fart in the microphone. Or you do Dutch oven yourself. You're like, I'm sick as fuck. <laughs> yourself so you guys had it, what was it, 7, so this is 8.5. And a 7.5? Yeah. So what would you change then? Oh, it's a good question. I mean, like, it holds my attention, but it's not, like, so fast. I, the, the humor is there because it is, it seems very real. I don't know. What I would ch- so like I have it a ten so like it's hard when you have a movie a ten that you would change things but I would just put more of Judd's backstory. Why was he so safe with his decisions all the time? Like why do you want to play it safe? And like more about what happened with the baby that made their relationship strain that she yeah. went and fucked Dax Shepard. You know what I mean? Like that too. That would be what I would change. I would just also more, like to see a little her bit her, more Judd. I'd like to see her get her coming uppins too. Yeah, like hit by a bus or something. Like accidentally though. Well, no, no. She gives birth to the baby and she dies, and Judd has the baby and goes lives with Penny. That's how I think this ends. That's a happy ending. That's wow. a happy ending to me. Yeah. Fuck that whore. I would to, to <laughs> Quinn, not Penny. To so make great. this movie a ten for me, I think I would add, and it's hard to pick, but 
there's not much to change. I would maybe just add a little more raunchiness to it. That's fair. Like it I, is rated I, R, but I think it's because there's 27 F-bombs in this one. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, there could have been more raunchy stuff added to some of the scenes. Like, but. you just wanted to see Jane Fonda's boobs. Yes. Like, actual nipple. I'm sure. I'm sure you sure? could. I'm sure I could Google it and see sure. it, but. She was in the, was it Barbarella? She, she was in Barbarella, yeah. She's in a lot of things. I just watched her, and I took my mom for Mother's Day to see, uh. Book Club 2. Okay. Yeah. You pervert. Why Which did you watch something to watch, like that with your mom? I had to watch the first one. Not, so I, knew, I wanted to watch the first one so I knew the characters. Oh. Like, I don't want to go into a sequel and not know what's going on. And actually, I kind of enjoyed them. I gave it a 7. They go to Italy. <laughs> they do go to Italy. It's yeah. great. And I think you would just like the Italy part of it. Possibly. Possible. Possible. Pasta. There's a part where it looks like they're fucking in this van or whatever, but it's, they're really just going hard making homemade pasta. <laughs> oh. Nice. I do have a little favorite, least favorite. Oh, so somebody says, well, don't. Are they done? What would they change? Oh, for me, I like for me. Yeah, so, this isn't your kind of movie. That's why I'm curious not, to see this what is you not would my kind of movie. And, you know, the I like you. I like making you step out of your comfort the zone. The reason I like horror is it's simple and it's easy like you can take a story and even you can fuck it up as much as you want you could put as much catastrophe and you mm -hmm. can throw as many swerves and as many red herrings into it but at the end of the day it's a three-part story and there's a beginning there is a conflict and a climax and that's horror that's basically comedy as well. There's, mm -hmm. And you really can't do that with drama. And that's one of the reasons why I don't like drama is it's it's a, a very complex genre. Mm -hmm. And and it's not that I don't appreciate it. I just don't like it. <laughs> if that, if, like, that doesn't make sense, I'm sure. Climax, <laughs> the climax can be like in the beginning or in the middle, but there's a few bridges that get well, crossed. No, it's, it's not. Like, that it's like you can have a perfect story like you can have like man meets girl falls in love conflict where man loses girl and loses girl to other guy man fights whole time to get girl back and then at the end where he should win he loses it's not what if at the end but that's real life a though. monster kills it is it. real life then it's good but life isn't a good story no that's true like when you go for a cinematic <laughs> adventure sometimes you just you want to forget life and you just want to enjoy that's why i love the story. fast and furious franchise i <laughs> literally shut off the real world and right. watch that movie it's a so, mob movie they're mob movies but I will say this, this, Transformers this movie was sad where it needed to be sad and was happy where it needed to be happy. <laughs> it was Jewy where it needed it was, to be It had just the right amount of Jew in it. <laughs> What's Justin playing? I, it's, uh, it's too late. Da, 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 Jeremy, would you change anything, did you say? I just said more raunchy. Raunchy, that's right. I do remember that. Like, um, I mean, kind of going off with, with Lonnie, I, I've had a busy few weeks. Yeah. So when I watched it, I probably would have... I mean, I liked it. It's just not something that I would, I don't know. Like, it was a very intelligent movie. The writing I'm was I'm not awesome. offended if you don't, like, rewatch this movie ever, just because it's no, one of I, my favorites. I mean... I would eventually probably watch this. I think once it ruminates a little bit more, it's like, eh, I, I feel like this it, would know. be a movie, like, like, if you were in passing, like, vacuuming or something, and it's on TV, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll sit and watch a few minutes of this. Here While holding your vacuum? Yeah. Oh, no, turn off the vacuum Crying and sit down. Uh, that's what it, the Roomba's for. The vacuum. vacuums itself. Yeah. 
symbolizes. Yeah. So he sucking. just makes sure it doesn't go in the dog poop. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ooh. But yeah, no. So favorite, least favorite. Somebody says, "Don't waste your money." Oh. I was so disappointed. In yeah, this movie, yeah. well, Netflix charged it, I guess. I was so I disappointed this in this movie and only went as my friend wanted to see it. The script, acting, and so called humor were just terrible. I don't know how people can have any positive feedback for this boring, silly, and stupid film, which kind of doesn't make sense because it says it wasn't funny, but he says it was silly. Anyways, <laughs> I continue. I am no prude, but why was there a need for such a gross script? A toddler pooping in his potty anywhere in the house is supposed if to be. That's what he thinks is gross. <laughs> I Let's send so. him a copy of Unemployed. Uh, yikes. <laughs> All I remember of this my, film. Just the scene with me and uh, Eric. Staring down the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> All I remember of this film is talk about boob, penis, and the F word, etc. Couldn't Jane Fonda and Jason Bateman get a better movie to appear in? I kept looking at the Bateman time. Bateman loves this movie. He loves this script. Uh, <laughs> I kept looking at the time and couldn't wait for it to be over. The scenes were so immature and dumb slapstick. So if you're saying it's slapstick, then it's funny, right? Where yeah. the fuck yeah. was the slapstick? Yeah, this, movie? Yeah, it wasn't. this was... guy is a guy who tries too hard to movie review. Yeah. There but were no he's seen like four movies. There were no witticisms. And one of them was Bambi. He's like clever scenes. Twirling his pencil mustache and pushing up his horn rimmed glasses. <laughs> this was fuck that guy. He continues, he says, <laughs> There were no witticisms or clever scenes in dialogue. I disagree. Yes, with there that. was. <laughs> All right, so the siblings smoking pot in the synagogue was ridiculous. Exactly. The young rabbi looked as though he was in junior high. That's what they made fun of him about. Even though I'm a <laughs> secular Jew, still I found that the certain traditional scenes, like the funeral synagogue scene, etc., were very embarrassing and even insulting. That's what they made fun of. I mean, like, it was supposed to be a, this a has sort to of be like a fake review that somebody did just to... Sitting Shiva mm. after a death is to be taken serious, not the way it was portrayed in the silly film. Don't waste your money or time to see this stinker of a film. It's not even worth watching on DVD. Every scene is exaggerated, and each character in the family is a caricature. The film is totally unrealistic. I was very disappointed with the weakness in all aspects of this movie. Uh, that was my favorite, least favorite, Hold because on, let nothing you, of it Let was... me tighten my bow tie before I drink some of this Pabst Blue Ribbon I paid $11 for. <laughs> Are, are you able to look up, like, that person, all the reviews? Because I really would like to hear the reviews for a lot of things. Hey, Let's see. Like see transformers. What the scatological mean? Because cars He's don't transform into robots. Scatological. He's commented on La La Land. What do you say about that? So disappointed. I oh, was greatly you. looking forward to <laughs> this movie. I hate musicals, and I love that movie. I had, I had that read. That and The Greatest Showman. What is this guy's Hold on. Okay. Uh, let me just read the um, oh god the title. Let's shit on this guy. The executive, <sighs> 2020 keeps you guessing. In Tebe, let's get this guy. We're gonna get this guy as a guest for a movie yes. review. So the Shape of Water on La La Shape, Land. Oh, wait, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. A total disaster. Fuck what, you, bro? The do you know what? how much bean flicking there was in the shape of water? Manche <laughs> Manchester by the sea, he said. This film, another reason to be to turn off Hollywood. Okay, Brian okay, would agree with that. Fair. Brian and Jen hate that fucking fair. movie, and I hate them because they hate that fucking fair. movie. Holy shit, you got like a fucking New York accent through. I can fucking hate <laughs> Jurassic that. World. I fucking hate it. Forgettable. Okay, well. Okay. Boyhood. Which was an amazing play. That was the one where they, yeah, beyond disappointment. Does he like any movies? Yeah, what the fuck? Yep. The interview, he says, was a hilarious spoof. Yeah, it's, it's fucking. There was one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. It's not the worst, but it's not Can the best. Can we contact this guy? Uh, we can try. We're going <laughs> to do this off. Fuck that guy, first of all. Bad Grandpa. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I agree. Okay. I hate that movie. Yeah, he, I hate he's that right movie. there. Gravity, complete escapism <laughs> for 90 minutes. 
Let's is see. that good or bad? I don't know. Is that miscongeniality? <laughs> Escapism. If you want a total break from the daily miscongeniality in space, that's what gravity was. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Also, yeah, I don't really recognize some of the Jordan movies, so whatever. I hated it because it reminded me of the capitalism of the bacon market. Pigs uh, don't talk. Right? Completely Fuck unrealistic. Gosh. There's no Save way that guy. He shit on this movie. He shit on couch. Shape of Water. He shit on La La Land. Fuck he, that guy. He ain't gonna shit on. Did you nothing. say? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fart noise him. Stupid ass. <laughs> yeah, give that fart. Uh, I don't have. You don't fart. have just the fart itself. I have it on here, but I don't have it. Just what? That the whole point put it with the post. Put it in. Yeah, put it in post. Post fart that guy. I'm gonna poo poo on you. Fuck it. We're gonna do it in post. I hate right, that fuck guy. it, we'll do it live. John, right. work one up. I'm trying. <laughs> oh my yeah. All right, Jeremy, what do you got? Okay, so I've been back and forth oh, with what I wanted already? to do. You gotta do the thing. Um <laughs> the year thing. <laughs> Wow. This John, you want to get upgraded to the soundboard? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So I, I, there was a few movies I wanted to do, but I, I just didn't want to make everybody have to pay for it. So I went, Right? That's how I felt about it. I went through uh, Netflix, didn't really find anything that was really exciting. So I decided to go with a movie that I actually have not seen, and it was on my list to see, but Ooh. I didn't... I didn't it wasn't something that was on like a priority list, but this is now... It will be a priority to watch it. So... It's on Hulu, and we will be watching 2021's <laughs> Willy's Wonderland. The movie is fucking fantastic. Starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, I love this movie. Have you guys seen it? The huh? Wonka one? <laughs> sure. All right. Yes. How many Willy Wonka yes, movies are there? Yes, and yes. This is not so Lonnie fun. likes it. Yeah, I, 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 I figured it, he was I going give it a to ten right now. <laughs> I figured he was going to like this movie. There's and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, Charlie Wonka. This has nothing to do with Willy Wonka. Yeah, Snowpiercer. This is this is <laughs> this is this is Five Nights it, at Freddy's. <laughs> the trailer did it really good justice. I got to look it up then. Yeah, God, this movie's so great. Well, I'm so happy I, I get to watch it like for a thirtieth time. Yeah, we Just, actually have to watch it. Justin's going to have a lot to say about this. No. Movie. Why do you give won't. me so much homework? <laughs> I've tried not to. Because I can control actually, it there now. Is, this, this is a movie that you will have fun with. Don't I with all of them? <laughs> no, this one specifically. I've, I I feel proud. Willy's, Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. I feel proud because people can't see this, but Lonnie, when I announced it, put both of his arms in the air in celebration. I, oh. I should Nelson this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch this. Uh, I'll John, save you like it. I'll John, save it. John, like is, it? John is not as excited visually as I was. <laughs> what is your review? Let's just do it right now. <laughs> I guess. Wow. <laughs> 10. All right. Yeah, this is. <laughs> okay. Thank you, John, for this movie. It was yeah. good. I liked it. We got a. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Like I said, 8.5. Anybody I've recommended it to enjoyed it. And I saw the IMDb scores, which obviously aren't the end all be all of movies, but it's just kind of a gauge, you know? And I was like, man, that doesn't seem right to me. But I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Even Lonnie. Like, if I get Lonnie to like a movie that I pick, that's pretty good. You've you've done well so far. 
There's only been, like, discounting Justin, there's only been one movie I really haven't liked. Alpha Dog. Yeah, and that movie was what? fucking so garbage. so good. Are, did you write these reviews? <laughs> what is that guy's name? Can we fuck that guy? I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> His name is Chatove. Okay, well, Chitov. he's... He's a fucking son of a Chateau. bitch. Yeah, that's probably how he says it too, with his fucking top hat and monocle. <laughs> Curling his mustache. Monopoly cosplay. <laughs> Sir, you must go straight to jail to not collect two hundred. La La Land, more like Kaka Land. Seventeen-year member of IMDb. More like Poo Poo Land. But anyway, right. this is where I leave you on Netflix right now. Go check it out. Let us know how you like it. We'll see you guys next time. Peace, bitches. Bye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.